What happens when you decide that you are ready to take your life to the next level? I'm here to tell you your path to success will not be a straight or quick timeline. It will ask of you to shed your old story, build your emotional intelligence, and put down the story of struggle once and for all to bring your visions to life. This is the unedited audio doc narrated by me, Nina Hayes, providing real life examples and lessons to help you on your journey of becoming elite. So if you're ready, let's go. Hey, Lee, welcome back to today's podcast episode. Super excited because today literally marks five episodes remaining until we get to the brand new year. And it's just so amazing to see all of the amazing things that we're able to review from this year. Like I looked at the Spotify wrapped and I see that so many of you are, you know, just loving certain types of episodes, but you're also all over the world, right? We have so many amazing people that are overseas, internationally, people in Canada, people in USA. And I just want to start off and say thank you so much because this final series is dedicated to you. This is my number one question that I always get when someone submits an application. This is also the number one titling podcast episode, which was my second podcast episode ever, which is how do I get more clients? Today, we're going to start the series. This series is called how to get more clients. And I'm going to talk you through not just how to get more clients, but how to build a premium business. All right. I think a lot of times we make small things, big problems, and we allow these small things to become big problems to the point where we never expand beyond that small problem. And so we never build big businesses because we constantly allow this small thing to just be the thing that stagnates us. When it comes to how to get more clients, whenever someone asks me that question, I know that they are definitely not understanding the gravity of what they're asking. This lets me know that they are not focused on nurturing the customers that come in the door. This lets me know that nine times out of 10, they don't nurture themselves so that they can constantly become better. And it never fails. Every time I hear someone say that they want to get more clients, when I ask, hey, you know, are you putting yourself out there, right? Are you putting out more posts? Are you going and meeting more people? Are you placing yourself around the clients that you do want to have? There's always an excuse. There's always, well, you know, I have this going on. I don't have any money. I'm nervous to be in that room. What if they're going to do this? And those type of questions, even though they're answers and excuses that that person may deem as valuable to why they don't have clients, it also bleeds into how they make decisions in their business. Right. When they allow themselves to not go to an event or to not talk to more people, even though they say they want to attract more people, they validate for themselves that it's okay to constantly let themselves down and not do it because there has to be some other answer. And miraculously, if they message people or if they, you know, go and they 
go on IG lives and they're like, yes, I can ask my question. If they just keep asking this question that someone's going to give them the magic answer when there is no magic answer here. Okay. This first episode of this series, I really wanted to title this one um, about money, about just how you view money because I really realized that for most people the reason that it's hard for them to get more clients is because they can't imagine themselves spending what they charge and so when there's always a disconnect there the effect of that is going to be you're not going to see more clients because you don't believe in yourself and your clients don't believe in you. It doesn't matter if you sell an item for $10,000. If you yourself carry this belief, I would never pay $10,000 for that. Well, then that makes sense why your clients are also receiving that from you and they are now carrying on that belief that they don't want to pay for that. When it comes to pricing out your services, many people look at the task of it. And so they look at their cost analysis and they look at how much things cost and they try to throw a little profit in there and then they post their item up and they're like, people should want this. And then they're like, why am I not getting any clients? But they're also not understanding how to have the conversation with their clients so that their clients can really see that what they're selling is what they've been looking for all along. Many people try so hard to convince clients, to try to pressure them to make decisions. And I want you to know that people who are like actively looking for what you have, they already see the value of that item. They know that they need to get this thing. They're just looking for the person who has it, who is speaking their language. But if your focus is not speaking your client's language, if your focus is to coddle them and then you're speaking this extremely um, scientific language that you know, like, you know, for estheticians, you're, you're talking to your client and you're saying, Hey, you want to heal your acne and your hyperpigmentation and your, you know, hydrogenitis suprativa. And you're talking these big words and you're not talking your client's language. And so they're like, mm, this person is just doing too much. I'm going to go to someone else. It really is that simple, right? When it comes to the pricing of that, if you carry this belief that if I use these big words that validates that I can charge more, well, you're missing, you're, you're missing a key point there, right? Let me give you an example for myself, right? Because there are some things that I'm like, I'm not paying that, right? When I look at my car, for example, if I have to get a tire replaced, that's running me at least three to $400. And for me, I have to catch myself every single time because I'm like, Three to four hundred dollars for a tire? Are you kidding me? For one tire? Like for one tire? Like that that thought rings in my head. And yes, sometimes I'm like, oh, we can find this cheaper somewhere else. Or sometimes I'm like, okay, if we gotta spend this, like let me wrap my brain around this so that it doesn't send me into this shock or send me into this this just mindset of being like, oh my gosh, I got to spend $400. I was not expecting to spend $400 today. Like that mindset that we really start letting that inner critic go, right? So when it comes to tires, yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, woo, yes, I wanted, you know, this car, but the things that come with it, I'm already paying for the gas and I'm already paying for this and I got to pay for that, you know? And so when you are looking at an example like that, for me, I'm not 
searching for three to four hundred dollar tires. And so for me, I'm like looking at the price like this is how much tires are going for. And it's a shock to me. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not going to get that tire. And that's the part that a lot of people miss when someone is like shocked or not used to paying whatever you're charging. You're allowing their shock to make you change your price to fit them. Right. Someone is like, oh, my gosh, you want me to pay three hundred dollars for this for this or you want me to pay a hundred dollars for this? And you're like, oh, well, you know, I have this coupon that I can give you or, you know, let me throw this out there. And now you are getting in the way and you're trying to coddle your client's decision. And that is not only affecting that decision that you're making that day, but every time you do that, every time you put up a discount, every time you put yourself on Groupon, every time you find a way to shift yourself to match that one client, you are shifting yourself away from the dream client that you say that you want. And it's so important that you get that because every single time never fails. Whenever I have someone that comes into my world and they're just like, oh my gosh, you know, um, I, I know this service should be 200 or $250, but I'm afraid to charge that. Do you think I should charge that? I'm like, you're making drama here where it doesn't need to be. Right. If you were selling, you know, a hydro machine or if you were doing a hydro service, you would have to do it according to the price point that they set for it. But when it comes to you, you're looking at this price point and you don't believe because you wouldn't pay for that yourself. And so now you're shopping with your client's wallet and you're having this inner conflict that doesn't even need to be there. The going rate is 250. So if I'm doing it, it's going to be 275. It's going to be 300. Like you really have to cut out that that piece there and literally it doesn't take a long time to do that yes we need to figure out strategy to introduce that item yes we want to figure out the language so that your client who is looking for this service can like immediately be ready to jump in right but for you to then have this inner conflict for yourself because deep down inside you wouldn't pay for it We got to work on that. And that part of that self-leadership, emotional intelligence and all that, if you don't work on that, you will constantly be going through this roller coaster of money high, money low, money high, money low. If you want to get off of that, you really got to work on that ASAP. Another point of the pricing is whenever you hear someone say, oh, that's too expensive, right? Or, oh, I wasn't expecting that, right? The person may have a shock to that because they're not used to spending that. But I want you to know that any person that reaches out to you, they genuinely are ready to go. And if the price is the only thing that's in the way, it doesn't mean that your price is too expensive. Nine times out of 10, it means that the client's problem is not big enough. Their problem is not as huge to them as... They thought it was, or you have to start asking a little bit more questions so that you can learn that client so that you can see what's the real problem. So let me give you an example. And I know, look, I know I'm, I'm on a riff right now. So if you are like, dang, I need to pause, just pause it, right? Write your notes down. It's cool because we're moving high level in this new year. And I don't want you to be stuck saying, oh, I don't have the money or, oh, you know, people are saying I'm too expensive. You don't need to adjust yourself to every single person's obstacle. You have to continue to work on your brand and work on your growth because when people see you growing, 
they're like, okay, she's growing. She's doing these things. This is the person that I need to work with. Okay. If you constantly stop to slow down and wait for other people, you're going to stagnate yourself. And one of the worst things ever is to slow down and wait for somebody, offer them to go make a decision to go to somebody else. Like that is the most worst thing that could ever happen. So you have to keep it moving because if people want to go and they want to have an alternative, you have to be like, you know what? Fine, go have an alternative. Um, I don't have that recommendation for you. But, you know, when you're ready, you can return at any time and we're here to assist. Nine times out of 10, they some clients, not all, but some clients need to go and spend money or spend time or spend energy dealing with the alternative for them to then see, okay, I need to go back over here and see what's going on. And nine times out of 10, the price will be higher or the appointment time will be extended out. And that's not any of your business. Okay. But here's the thing about pricing. When someone says your price is too expensive and you notice that they are, you know, they are interested, but they're checking with themselves. That's a good thing because they're checking their capacity. And you only want to work with clients who are empowered enough to make their decisions with themselves. Okay, you want to work with a person who can check in with themselves so that they can make their own sound decision, not you getting in the way and trying to be a savior and trying to convince them. No, you got to get out the way and let them do what they need to do. If they continue to ask more questions or even if you ask a question where you're saying, you know, what are you looking for in this season? Maybe this person is looking for private coaching. You know, maybe this person is looking for whatever appointment. Maybe this person is working on, you know, um, clearing their credit or they're working on clearing their skin or whatever. You got to get to the pain point. You got to figure out, okay. Why do you want, why is it so important for you to get your skin clear like right now, right? And nine times out of 10, it's because they are tired of hiding behind makeup. They are tired of turning down events that they really want to go to because their skin is not where they need it to be. They are tired of waking up and having breakouts and then they're running and spending more money on products, right? Right. They are tired of just the constant spinning of wheels and they are ready to have their problem solved. When you can get there, you're taking that problem from, oh, I'm just trying to clear my skin. I wasn't trying to invest all that to, yes, I want these other problems that have arisen because of this main issue. I want all of it gone. I'm going to invest. And when you yourself don't believe that your service is worth the investment, you will never get that deep with somebody. Because your confidence is going to shake. You're going to come off as if you don't know your stuff. And then you're trying so hard not to let that client say no. Some clients need to say no so that they can go and find out that their first mind was where they should have been. Same as a relationship. Some friends, some people have to experience other situations for them to see, oh, I should have been over here. Whether you accept them back or not is your business. And if you do accept them back, of course, 
the barrier to entry is now increased a little bit because this person had an issue when it came to making decisions. And because this person had an issue with making decisions now, before they came wanting their problem fixed, now they're coming wanting their problem fixed, but they're also wanting reassurance that this time will be the right time. And that's not your job. And this is something that we really have to be aware of, especially if you want to move into higher income brackets. When it comes to me and when it comes to people doing coaching with me, I know that there are people that are in the beauty industry in particular that are not used to paying over five grand for coaching. I know that there are people in the beauty industry that are used to going and spending two, $300 on a class so they can learn to discount themselves. I know that there are people that believe, oh, I can just get an ebook or I can just watch a live or I can just get this information on this podcast and it's going to help me to be able to do what I want to do. Nina raised her price. Let me copy and raise her price. Nina's following this person. Let me copy and follow this person. Nina said this. Let me try to reframe it and do what Nina did. But what you have to understand is when you figure out your own sauce, you can stand confidently in any situation to be able to understand how to effectively sell. But if you are constantly looking at what other people are doing and not understanding the why, you are going to always have that hesitation. Every time you want to take a step forward, you have that hesitation because you're like, oh, wait, I didn't see this part. Let me let me go see and what this person did so that I can see what I need to do next. Or let me see how this person responded so I can see what I need to do next. Or let me DM this person and ask them what I should do because I don't know what to do next. And that is why if you feel yourself feeling that urge inside of you where it's like, I really want this thing. This is the only person that I can think of that can help me. And you know that you want to work with that person. I want you to sit with that feeling and I want you to really ask yourself, why do I want to work with this person? Why do I know that this person is a choice for me? Why do I know that even though this person's price point is higher than I expected, I know that the results are even greater. Why do I feel that right now? Because when you can sit down and you can actually figure that out, you then can look at that and be able to say, that's the feeling I want my clients to have when they want to work with me. I want my client to be like, yes, her service is 250, but I know she's going to do it right. I trust her. I know she has impeccable attention to detail and I know that she has professionalism and this is the only person that I want to touch my skin or to work with me with this particular project. This is the only person I want to work with. That same feeling that you feel, you want your client to have that feeling with you. But in order for you to get there, you got to work on your stuff. That hesitation you feel before you're making the largest investment of your life, your clients feel that same hesitation. What is that thing that you do that pushes you past that point? For myself, when I invested $25,000 into working with a mentor, yes, I froze and was like, woo, this is a lot because I wasn't used to that. But I had to stop and say, you know what? I really want this goal. This person is speaking to me. This person is constantly triggering me when I'm watching their post. This person clearly knows what they're doing, and I'm not expecting this person to save me. I just need to know what they know because I want to build myself into a person that can not only make this money, but can maintain and hold the frequency of this money 
so that I can normalize it and continue to grow. And so when I invested that money, I approached Empower and said, is there a way I can do a payment plan, right? Paid my payments, worked on my commitment. When things got hard or when I felt like I didn't need it anymore, I didn't just sit there and be like, oh, I don't need it, whatever. No, I actually went and dug deeper. There were sometimes I got on calls and I'm like, I actually don't have anything for today. And my mentor would say, that's great. Let's work on this. How do you feel about this? And we were able to dive deeper and work on deeper things. But a lot of times when our mindset is not focused on that growth thing, because we get so afraid of a challenge and we get so nervous of going to our next level, it's almost like we sit and we wait for someone to come down and like hold our hand and save us along the whole way. And then in turn, you're doing that to your clients. You feel like you need to go down to your clients and be like, I'm here for you. This is why you should make this decision. And I really want you to get this visual because I want you to see how you're saying you want more clients. You're asking how to get more clients, but no one can teach you how to get more clients until you understand how you got that customer. If you want to make that customer stay with you and turn into a client, which means they stay with you for three to four visits, you got to really understand the psychology of your client and why they make the moves they do. But if you're a person that every time the price point is higher than you expected and you run away and find a cheaper alternative, then that makes sense why your clients are not coming to you until you have a sale. Because subconsciously, you attract what you are. See, when you're a person that's like, yes, I invested this 10 grand to work with this mentor because I wanted the best results. You can say that in power. And when someone comes to you and says, ooh, $150 to work with you. Oh, I got to do that for six months. Ooh, I got to spend seven, eight hundred, $1,000. Ooh, I don't know if I want to commit to that. You can sit there and say, I understand. Finally solving a problem that has been a problem for many years, I mean, it can be a lot, right? And I know you don't want to go another year with that, but I do send you, you know, I send you support and blessings as you find someone who can assist you. Thank you so much for considering me and I hope you have a good day. You're standing in power. You don't have to reject them. They reject themselves and you welcome them back when they do want to come in. But you don't have to stop and try to coddle them to try to, you know, reverse psychology and make them feel confident in the decision that they're making. That's not your responsibility. Just the same as it's not my responsibility to make anyone feel comfortable with spending money with me because I may have, you know, reservations about how it is spending money. I understand it's a lot to invest money. And that's why in my content, I'm able to speak to the emotional intelligence that's required to make big CEO decisions because I talk to CEOs. For you, you have to figure out who your client is. In order for you to talk to your client and you're talking to the professional that you're talking to, you also want to talk to the empowered client, which means you're not babying them. You're not coddling them. You're not gentle parenting them. You're not going to sit there and every single week have to call and be like, did you wash your face every day? Did you do these steps? 
Did you check your email? No, you're not doing that because you trust and believe that your client is empowered to reach their goal because you yourself were empowered to reach your goal. When you can actually put these things together, it doesn't even become about the price. And it becomes who you are when situations that don't match your expectations hit you. Like, who are you when that happens? When you have to spend more than you expected, who are you? When something requires more from you than you expected, who are you? Do you push through and do you allow it to challenge you so you can get stronger and move to your next level? Or do you quit? Do you complain? Do you ghost the responsibility? Do you find a way to find the cheapest way to invalidate someone else? You believe that they're too expensive because you can find it cheaper. Right. What is that rhetoric that goes on in your head? Because I guarantee you most of the time, if that is the rhetoric that you allow to drive every decision you make in your life and drive every decision you make in your business, that also explains why you have clients and friends and people in your life that you excuse that type of behavior because you yourself are comfortable with it. Listen, this series is going to be so, so good. Because this series is not just showing you how to get more clients, but it's really eradicating this problem to the point of, yes, you're always going to be working on getting more clients, but you sitting stuck saying, I don't have any clients or how come I don't have this or why can't I get this? It's going to cut that out for you and it's going to get you moving so that you can move ahead. Your goal is to grow. Your goal is to move. But in order to do that, it requires action. And if you are not in action, unfortunately, you'll get left behind. And it's not even comparing you to other people. It's that you will allow yourself to sit somewhere that your higher self is literally in the back of your head saying, we should have been past here. And that inner turmoil would dictate the next steps you make for your life. Will you move forward or will you not? So listen, I can't wait to see you in the next episode. I do want to do a little plug. If you are looking to get inside of my mastermind, highly recommend you do it. Eight weeks with me, eight modules, which means every single week we are inside of a private call with group coaching. You also have a group chat where you're able to ask your questions. I'm there. I'm answering them real time with you so that you can get unstuck and move fast. And it comes with two in-person days because I want to see you in person, give you that one-on-one along with that intimate time together so that you can really just move past a lot of the things that you are allowing to mentally block you. This mastermind is open to all beauty professionals. But here's the thing. I actually had someone who works in project management ask me if she can attend this event as well. Here's the thing I'll tell you. This mastermind is focused on beauty and specifically the beauty industry and beauty professionals. But what I will tell you is this. If you know that you are not in the beauty industry and you want to work with me, then definitely send me a message because I'm quite sure we can work together with a mastermind on our own, like a mini mind. And we also can work together when it comes to private coaching. But for all others, this mastermind, this eight week mastermind, highly recommend you go to eliteestheticians.com. 
click on become a member. The mastermind is 3000. There's also a payment plan where you can get uh, two payments of 1500. Get in the mastermind. All right. Because when this series ends and when that clock strikes 12 midnight for the new year, the cost goes up to 5000. This is not a space that you want to play around with. This is the space that is like getting rid of all the excuses and getting you into exponential income for this new year. So I'm so glad that you listened in. Thank you so much for all your shares. Tag me on Instagram at I am Nina Hayes. And I can't wait to see you in part two of this series, how to get more clients. Whatever you do, keep becoming elite.